that Philly bop this shit. Hey, it's the You and You podcast, unproductive and unapologetic. We are back. We survived another show. The crew is all here. Y'all ready? Yeah. It's your boy, O King Johnny, O H underscore K I N G Johnny. Next to me is Scott, repping that You and You podcast, author of Hypocrisy in America, the hottest new book on Amazon.com. I hear it makes a lovely gift. If you want to reach out to me, follow all You and You podcast social media. Media sites, and you will hear from him. Next to him is is your main man Littles. You can catch me on Instagram and Twitter at Littles one one two six. And next to him is your boy Rip, spiritual gangster. You can catch me on greatestiamblog.com, Instagram greatest.i.am.blog. And next to him is your boy Son, the mommy lover game. <laughs> We are here. We got a lot to talk about tonight, and we're going to have uh, a good time at the end of the show. So anyway, the grand want to know. Here at the U and U podcast, we got a segment called the grand want to know. We're just introducing where we basically ask you all questions or topics that you would like us to talk about, and we rock. Now, keep in mind, this is an all-male cast, so we got a lot of all-male <laughs> opinions. Um, we're not saying that everything we say is facts, but we just I telling am. you <laughs> everything I say is a fact. <laughs> I'm saying that too, but the show is saying that all the views expressed here does not express that. But anyway, Rip, go ahead. The grand wants to know. Okay, so the grand want to know. This I I receive uh, two questions from one of our listeners. So the first question says cheating is bad. Blah blah blah. Whatever. <laughs> Why is it that when women cheat, parentheses, and allow herself to get caught, parentheses, allow herself to get caught? <laughs> That's the key term in this question. Wow. Men act like it's the end of the world, parentheses. Literally, it cannot be forgiven, close parentheses. But when a man cheats, he thinks he's supposed to be forgiven that same hour slash day slash week. And if it's brought up again, she's being crazy. That's the first mm. question. Let's, let's do the first one. Okay, so... Give me the question one more time. Cheating is bad, blah, 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 mm-hmm. whatever. Why is it that when women cheat, open parentheses, and allow herself to get caught, close parentheses, men act like it's the end of the world, open parentheses, literally it cannot be forgiven, close parentheses. But when a man cheats, he thinks he's supposed to be forgiven that same hour, slash day, slash week, and if it's brought up again, She's being crazy. Can, can I go first? Go. <laughs> Please do. So I'm going right. first. Everybody so, buckle your safety nah, you belts. No, you ain't got to buckle your safety <laughs> oh, okay. belts. Okay. All right. Everybody relax. No. I'm going to tell you why. All right. First of all, I've been cheated on before. Okay. So, so I'm going to tell you why uh, that men feel, and I'm not going to act like I never cheated on my girlfriends when I was young. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to tell you why men feel that you should be, uh, uh, it should be okay. I don't want to say okay, but like forgiving. Mm-hmm. It's because a w- when a woman cheat, she has to be submissive to that man. That's uh, number one. So when so for you to even cheat on your man, you're being submissive. Like think about this, right? When you have a daughter, why you never get mad? Why you get mad if your daughter have sex, but you don't get mad when your son do? Because your daughter has to be submissive to that man. Mm. But your son doesn't. That's a good point. So Check with a out man, the brains hey. on son. <laughs> son been hey, studying on the low. Son got two doors. <laughs> I know that's right. Nah, but for real. But 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 when a man do it, 
Like, I feel like also if a woman cheats, she didn't cheat just to be like, all right, I want some new penis. Mm-hmm. She cheated because, you know what, I'm about to leave him. Mm. A lot of men cheat because, ah, uh, you know what, I ain't getting this at home. I'm just going to do this for the moment. Mm. Like, a lot of, I, I don't feel like if a woman cheat, they really don't say, hey, I don't love that guy. It, I don't want to say love, but they really like that person mm-hmm. to even let them enter them. You know so what basically what you're saying, what I'm getting out of what you're saying is that women, because women are more emotional. Facts. They have to, there's certain things that have to happen within a woman for her to, to even go that to route. Give it to you. Whereas for men, we dumb as doorknobs, so, so we just do it with, with think no about, feeling, think no about nothing. This, right? Think about this, right? Even if a woman cheated, she didn't cheat like, hey, I went out to the club, bang, 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 and then we, I went home. Mm-hmm. That's what a man would do. Yeah. A woman is like, ah, oh, you know what? There was some conversation. At work, it's like, oh, I like his conversation. Mm-hmm. Oh, he look good in that suit. Mm-hmm. He smelled good. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the bar. Like, this mm-hmm. stuff got to build up for the woman to yeah. actually Girl, even. Girl, he hugged, he hugged exactly. me, and I felt something. Yeah. And then you liking yeah. him coming to work. Like, yeah. I'm just saying. A man, could, do, a man could go in just because you exactly. took your bra like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, really? All right. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But that's just how I feel about it. That's why I feel most men feel like they should be uh, forgiven. Mm. But also when women cheat, they want to be forgiven immediately too. They do want to be forgiven immediately. Only reason I'm saying this is because it's experience. But right, right, right. 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 They do want to be given forgiven immediately because they feel like, I mean, it happens. We wasn't this. We ain't that. Uh-huh. We ain't this. So it's okay. Mm-hmm. Just like a man. But no, you're not a man. Once a man enter you, <laughs> once a man enter you, you, this is, he's entered your soul to me. That's how I feel about Ooh. it. No, you, you I That's how I that feel about it. So if you, you know what? It was this, I'm sorry for taking up so much no, time. You're good. You're good. That's what there was this picture for. on Facebook. There was this lady sitting in the bed, white lady. She's sitting in the bed. But there was pictures of all the men she had sex with and condoms hanging from the wall. Uh You seen that picture? And they said, what do y'all think this picture mean? A lot of women came in and said she was picking the wrong men. No, she wasn't. It's the fact that she thought that by having sex with more men, she would find the man that she wanted. Mm. When really, you need to actually, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You need to actually, oh, my God, I'm losing my thought, train the thought. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let somebody else go. He's, I'm sorry. He, he gave too many good points. Now he's fading away. I'm sorry, lady. Old, I'm sorry, lady. son has returned. I'm sorry, ladies. Oh, my God. <laughs> he over his oh, good girl, point. Right. He, he over his good point limit. I apologize, y'all. <laughs> oh, Scott, my God. you want to rock sorry. on it? Of course. Look, I'm let's. I'm, I'm a, look, the question said when a woman cheats and allows herself to get caught. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't even hit on that. Look, yet. that's that's, that's the key to it. the whole question. Here's the deal: If a woman cheats and allows herself to get caught, that means she intentionally went out and wanted to hurt her man. Yeah. Mm. Look, men and women, we have two different perspectives when it comes to relationships. Yep. Men, we're physical. Women, they're emotional. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. John said in one of our classic intros to this show, women get hit on. All the time. Mm-hmm. But when it happens to a man, he geek because that don't happen all the time. Yep. Look, a man could cheat because he went out, he saw something he liked, and she was down with it. Mm-hmm. He don't, He really don't like her for real. Facts. If a woman go out and cheat, it's like, 
you found somebody you really like out here. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like you found another dude that you really like yep. Right. Yep. <laughs> over me. Yep. Right. Now, here's the deal. Yep. If a woman cheats and allows herself to get caught, that's like the difference between murder and manslaughter. Manslaughter is you went out and you killed somebody. It happened. It was an accident. You ain't mean to do it. Murder is you sat back and you thought about it mm-hmm. and you planned it and you calculated Premeditated. and you went out and you did it. Mm-hmm. That's the difference for yeah. when a woman cheats and allows herself to get caught. You did all that on purpose wow. just to hurt your man. Wow. And look, like I said, it all depends on perspective. Everybody wants to be forgiven. Right. Before, you know what I'm saying? You know, for a woman to plan that and go out and do that just to set her man up to hurt his feelings that's a little bit more evil true that true that uh rip you want to rock on it um yeah i mean i agree with everybody i mean when it comes down to it the reason that it hurts guys more and they want to be forgiven and stuff like that because like you said guys aren't as emotional Mm-hmm. As women, so we've been taught since day one not to be in touch with our feelings. Mm-hmm. So it's hard for us to to under to understand things when it comes to emotions. Mm-hmm. So when a, we we already know a woman is emotional, mm-hmm. so we look at it like if they cheating, that is so much deeper than how we look at just the physical. We see. Mm-hmm. This and we see that, so we just a moment of lapse in judgment or whatever. We do this or whatever, then right. it's just over. But also, but I don't want to put it out there that all the time that men just go out there and just cheat just to, because it's a lapse in judgment. Sometimes, I mean, if you're in a relationship and things aren't going right, I mean, that's just a human nature mm-hmm. thing. So, you mm-hmm. know, it's going to happen like that. So that's how, that's how I look at it. No doubt. Well, I've been cheated on before, and I there's a lot of memes that float around on the internet, and I think some of the memes, I'm a walking meme. I've always said, if you have to choose between me and another guy, choose him. Simple as that. Mm. I, I feel like, um, one, if you don't want to be cheated on, don't cheat, okay? Let's get that out the way. Mm. Two... Men are, we, 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 we express this, men are more uh, physical, women are more emotional. But most times, the reason why men want to be forgiven right away is because we don't want to deal with all the stuff that's going to come with the fact that we've cheated and you now mad. Yeah, we true. feel like if we can get you to forgive us right away, then right. we can hurry up and move on to right. something yeah. else. Mm-hmm. The reason why women don't quickly forgive you right away, because yeah. women will carry that for years yeah. and years and mm-hmm. years and years. Right. <laughs> so that's the reason why men want to be forgiven right away. A woman that goes out and cheats and wants her man or lets her man find out on right. purpose, yeah. that's a woman, like Scott said, that wants to hurt her man, one. And two has already moved on mentally, emotionally, mm. and now physically. Now, when a man goes out and he cheats, it could be those things too. It could be mentally, it could be emotion- emotionally, it could be physical. But most times yeah. it's dumbness. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> most times, 
like like Scott quoted my quote about when men get hit on, if a woman comes after a guy, and let me say this, some guys, it could be any woman. Mm-hmm. For others, it, it has to be a certain type of woman, right. okay? The reason, I've said this on the show before, a reason why a lot of guys don't step out and cheat or do things, I'm talking about the super faithful ones, is because they've never been approached by that woman that could break them. Mm. <laughs> it was the Kevin Hart show I said that? Uh-huh. Most, they're not approached. So every guy has a, a certain type of fantasy woman. Yeah. In their psyche, I, I don't like that, John. I'm gonna tell you why. Cause you just like saying all women, all men would cheat. All men would cheat. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> what separates what separates the ones that that won't cheat mm-hmm. are the ones that have self control. Mm-hmm. All men will do it. It's just every. It's just certain men are at a different level of maturity and self control. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Too. Okay. Okay. Women too. Women. I think it's just a human thing. Yeah, it's, it's just, just a, a human, human thing. thing. Now, it's one thing to get approached by a woman that you're not all that attracted to when you're in a faithful relationship. You can. It's kind of easier to be like, Nah, I ain't going it. But who was your girl on the? Uh, who was your celebrity chick? Uh, you funny. It was uh, Lauren London. Yeah. If Lauren London. London came on to you hard. You might be in trouble. You mean be like, fellas, hey, uh, I need y'all help. Uh, somebody, you know, because that's that's a woman that you look at and like, yo, like if if she, you know, you get what I'm saying. So I don't want to get deep into yeah, yeah, that, but yeah, yeah, but that's yeah, yeah. where I'm at. All right, so all right, cool. So so did we answer that question? I think, I think we, we did. did. Little, did you want to rock? Uh, real quick, um, on the the question said allowing herself to get caught. Yeah, allowing yourself. Allowing to get yourself caught. to get caught means you don't respect your man. Mm. This is uh, you already knew who you were gonna fuck. Yep. It's oh, probably man. that dude at the work yep. at, at your job that you call your what your they call work, it work, work, work your work, work husband. husband yep. She already knew who she was gonna do it with, and she did it with that person with the intentions to hurt you. That's why yeah. she did it. It's called revenge. Sex. Revenge yeah. fucking yeah. women have it. Look, yeah. I'm gonna help all you men out. All you guys <laughs> <laughs> that's ever hooked up with a chick and. You called her, she never called you back. You text her, she never texts you back. It's like she dropped off the face of the planet. Y'all just hooked up that one time and you never talked to her again. That was revenge sex for her. <laughs> you was, that, that's what happened. That's what happened. Pretty much. And for the record, I would never cheat on you, Jade, Remy. I love you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what was the other question, Rip? Okay. If you are in a relationship with, with someone that has kids from a previous relationship, do you feel like that person should... Or is obligated to tell you every time they meet with the baby mother or father to do things with the child. Okay, I'm sorry. You want to go first? I want to go again. Go ahead, son. Go first. All right, so look. Uh, the reason I want to answer this question first, I know I'm just like taking up time, right, a lot ahead, of time. Huh? But, okay, so I'm married to my wife, Marquisha Malone, and her parents are together. They're married. Okay. My parents are not together. Okay. They are not married at all. I always feel like if you have a child with someone, that person is always yours. N- not unless you like actually mm. abuse that person or mm-hmm. something like that. If it's just like, hey, we breaking up because hey, we got over each other, blah, blah, blah at the time, that's cool. You 
if you have a baby father or baby mother, no matter what, I feel like that person can have you anytime they want to. Because wow. it's like this. That, that's just how I feel. Mm-hmm. It's like this. Okay. If my wife said, oh, I need to take my daughter, I mean, take, let's say his name, Tom. I need to take uh, Naya to Tom. Can I stop her from doing that? No, you no, can't. You can't. I can't stop her from staying there long if I call her and say, what y'all doing? Oh, no, nah, we just yes, sitting here can. watching her. <laughs> huh? Yes, you can. No, no, I can't stop her from taking him. Like, what, I should take him? No, I'm saying if your lady takes the child to their father, mm-hmm. that's the child. She should be in and out. Ain't no hanging uh, out. But hey. you, You're right about that. But what I'm saying is it's almost like uh, certain things. It's like, ah, right, you know what? Since it's the is a kid, it's certain things that you can kind of almost be like, oh, you know what? I'll be kind of messing up the child mm. because let's say you she do take the child and she like, mommy, won't you stay? I, I can't fight that. I you know feel what I'm saying? Like, I feel like if it's going to be a situation where the, the the child wants both parents there, this is why it's important for. This this is so many doors, but yeah, one, mm-hmm. That's one, you gotta be careful about who you introduce your child to, mm-hmm. as far as like in re- dealing in relationships. That's one. Mm-hmm. Two, it's important for. I'm, I'm gonna use myself for example. If I was dealing with a woman that had kids, thank I God do I don't it. have to. I couldn't do it. But if I was. I would try my best to get to know the child's father. That's a problem, though. I'm going to tell you why I think that's a it's problem. It's always a problem. That's why I, I never wanted to deal with I'm going to tell you why I think that's a problem. Because... we done, This going to open up a lot it of It would, stuff. though. But Go ahead. I'm, I'm going to tell, tell you why I think it's a problem. Because the people that you actually know are the ones that will actually fuck you over. It, it, it's like this, though, right? If we get so cool, let's just say I'm the child of the father, mm-hmm. and you're dating my baby mother... Mm-hmm. We got so cool to where I could text you and be like, hey, John, tell blah, blah, blah to bring the daughter over. You so cool with me. You're like, all right, it's cool. She can bring her over. You probably wouldn't even care that she's over here that long, if, if that oh, makes no, any no, sense. No, no, no. no, no you, you missing what I'm saying. I don't want to say too long. I ain't about to say like five hours, but I'm just saying, if she's over for 45 minutes, you you really not going to actually trip off that because she can say, oh, yeah, I seen his mother. Like, it's so much stuff that you can do. It's just, a lot of elements that this yeah. gets sticky, but let's get back to the question. Uh, the question is, should they have to tell every time they going to take the kid to see yeah. the parent, I say yes. I'm with you. The yes. reason why I say yes is because there's automatically going to be some trust issue there right. because that is, the, that is your baby's father. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Or mother. Or mother. Mm-hmm. And so because there's going to automatically be a little bit of tension there, even if even if the baby mother or father is cool, it's just, it's just a thing there because that's right. somebody that I know for a fact had that you. You, you've had a deep, intimate, Sexual relationship. Sexual relationship with. So, yes, I think you should tell it. Um, I think it's important that you tell it. And I think it helps build trust by telling it. And even when the trust is built, still tell it. You know what I'm saying? Don't fall off from that. That dating women with children is tough. I did it one time. And I said, never again. And thank you, Lord. <laughs> I had I'm with my kids' parents, and I tell and I joke with her all the time. I'd be like, "Look, 
you just stuck with me because you got my kids and I'm not comfortable with another dude around my kids. And it just is what it is. So if we mad at each other, we gonna have to figure it out because I ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Rip. Yeah, I mean it's that's a it's a sticky situation, but it comes down to like you said, trust. And you ha- you if you if you the woman or the man with children, and you in a relationship with someone else, you just have to be able to communicate properly. You have to have you have to set boundaries with your with your children's father. As well, because I've known of situations where the the guy <laughs> was trying to holler back at his baby mother just because he knew another guy was in the oh, picture. Oh yeah, facts. I did that more than once. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> so you know those and, uh, a lot of times the guys just debate the, the child's father is just doing it because yep. out of spite. Yep. So it has to be boundary set. It has to be communication between. The, the woman and the guy that she's in the relationship with. And a lot of times, uh, from things that I've, I've seen, uh, the women that has the children, they, would, they wouldn't take, they wouldn't do no house things. They would meet in central locations and stuff mm. like that. You know, in order to make things easier for themselves as well as the person that they're in the relationship with. True that, true that. And so, a lot of dudes... Won't have nothing to do with the child until the mother get in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Then it's, yeah. I want to see my kid. I, yeah. I need to see yeah. my kid. Exactly. And really but, what Bama's be doing is trying to clock. Right. Yeah. So when you said the central central location thing, would you, if you're in a relationship with that person, the fact that she can't be alone with that person, would that not scare you? It's not. No, it's not about mm-hmm. necessarily no. being alone. It's about knowing who... The person is that they have the children with. Oh, okay. Because that person is doing things out of spite, trying to get under your skin and stuff like that. And it's it's just drama. Just like John said, you almost have to be like, I'm glad I ain't been in no situation where uh, another chick has a kid or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because you don't feel like dealing with that damn drama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree with that. That has It has nothing to do with you. When it comes to the child... The child still has her parents. They don't have to be together in order for them to be mm-hmm. the mother and the father. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so a lot of times the woman or the man try to make something more of it because they know the other person has moved on. Mm-hmm. So Most mm. definitely. Littles, you want to rock? No, nah, I'm good. I just want to say kids love me. So Go ahead, Scott. God, daddy. Um, <laughs> I've dated women that had kids before, but it wasn't ever anything serious. So I didn't give a damn what they did. Right. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> And I, I will say, um, in any relationship, you got to sit down and talk about what the rules are. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Every no relationship, the rules is going to be different. different. So, mm-hmm. if you feel like, you know, it's going to, you need to know if your partner is, you know, when they're going to be around, they baby father, they baby mother. Mm-hmm. You need to know about it. You know, let me know. Well, you know mm-hmm. what y'all doing? How long y'all gonna be over there? What's what's the situation? If, if that's what you need to know, you need to put that out up front. Up front. Yeah. And be like, hey, you know. We need to talk about these things. Yeah. So and you know. early, early in the and early, don't early, wait, early, don't early, wait till right. you a year or two in and discuss that. Right. So I mean, because I don't, right. a lot. I'm not to cut you nah, off, but a lot of times those early conversations 
our good uh, a good measuring stick to mm-hmm. how far we're going to go yeah. with this relationship. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. If go I ahead, even want to be dealing with that. Right. Yeah. But to specifically answer the question, I feel like, yes, as a courtesy, mm-hmm. you should let your yeah. partner know mm-hmm. what's going on and what, that you're around this person and what's happening and this, that, and the third. Because I'm sure you would like the same respect if the shoe was on the other foot. Mm-hmm. And I will, I will say this. The one, the one chick that I did date, I, I had a relationship with that had a kid. I give her this credit, and this is probably the only credit I'm gonna give her. <laughs> she all whenever she had to take her child to the father or any of that dealing, she either stayed on the phone with me the whole time, That's lit. or she it was quick in and out. I'm I'm here. I'm in the car. I'm leaving. Where you at? I'm coming to you. Blah blah. You know what I'm saying. So it was never, I, I will say, there was never a time where I had to question her around her baby father. Now I had to question her around all the other niggas. <laughs> <laughs> all the other niggas she had kids by. <laughs> all the niggas that she didn't have kids by was in question. <laughs> no, but on a serious note, but credit to her, she, she, I mean, there were times they had went on outings and she would have me on the phone the whole time. Mm. I'm saying like I could hear everything he was saying. Every I don't even know he even knew. Right. You know what I'm saying? So respect to that. All right. Let me shout out God because <laughs> right. no, I'm gonna tell you, you why. gotta go through it. I ain't gotta go through that. Almost. I almost had to go through that. So wow. shout out to God. Hey, hey, shout out to you, Lord. We thank you. <laughs> and shout out to my boo. Thank you for my two beautiful kids. Facts. That's a blessing. And um yeah. So Little the grand wanna know le- next. <laughs> yeah, so the grand wants to know you can hit us on U A N D U podcast on Instagram or you can hit any of our individual pages. It doesn't really matter. Um <laughs> it's the U and U podcast. LeVar Ball was on the Breakfast Club and he had an interview with LaMelo and Latif. I mean, what's the <laughs> other <laughs> Jello, 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 Jello. 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 Shout out to G Deck, man. When he said that to me, man, I was rolling. Latif, Latif. Uh, so they were on the Breakfast Club and they were talking about everything from the incident in China to Donald Trump to just him being a father, the kids, everything. Did you all see it? Yeah. yeah. Nope. Yep, 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 I didn't yep. see it. Okay. I'm gonna start with Rip since you've seen it. What What did you feel and what was your feelings on it? Did you find any clips on it? Uh, nah, I'm gonna do that while you on. while you talk. Yeah, I thought it was a good interview. Uh, Lavar was surprisingly uh, he was mellow. I was surprised mm-hmm. he was mellow in the interview. Uh, one of the only things that concerned me a little bit about the interview was how I'm trying to find the right word for it. His kids were they. They just didn't talk. They didn't seem to have a voice to them. I don't, I don't mm. know if the right word is docile. They would seem too docile mm-hmm. in that interview. Like they had, I wanted to hear from them, mm-hmm. but I only heard from LeVar. Mm-hmm. And what concerned me about that was, you know, it kind of had me thinking, you know, agreeing with what uh, Charles Barkley came out and said about how that he felt like LeVar was uh, exploiting his kids and stuff. And I agree to a certain to a certain point, but I wish I wish I would have heard more from his kids. You know, to feel like you know to get a sense of who they are as 
mm-hmm. as young men mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, because, uh, you know, you see a lot of times, you know, parents, they, they, they're too involved in their kids' lives to the point where their children don't have voices. And, you know, that, that kind of hinders them when they get out in the real world. So that's the only thing that concerned me. But other than that, I thought it was a good interview. And I agree with a, a lot of things that uh, LaVar said uh, on the topics about Trump and, you know, handling his business and the big baller, baller brand and stuff. Right, right. Scott, did you hear it? Yeah, I listened to the interview. What did you feel about it? Um, I thought it was a great interview. Um when it comes to his kids, I just felt like, I mean, LeVar Ball is a big personality. He's very comfortable with the media. And, you know, his kids are that. They're kids. I felt like that they may have been a little bit shy. Maybe they're not comfortable with the media yet. Right. Because they're young men. They're and, very young. And they're up there. They're talking to the, the Charlemagne and DJ Envy. And they own the Breakfast Club. And, you know, Charlemagne's asking um, the, the one that's in college questions, like, about his sex life and stuff like that. Right, like, right, you don't right. want to talk about that in front, in front of your father. father. Right, right. The, you know? Right. And the younger one just seemed like. He act like a 16-year-old. Yeah, he act like a 16-year-old. <laughs> like, well, I don't want to say the wrong. Like, I don't know what to say. Like, right. I'm 16. Right, You know, right. but, um. I love that interview because, I mean, uh, like Rip said, LeVar Ball, he touched on a lot of stuff. He touched on, you know, the brand of uh, a big baller brand. He talked on about the Ball family. He talked about being a married man. He talked about being in a, in a racial relationship. Mm-hmm. He talked about being a black father. He talked about showing his kids the right way. He talked about business. And, you know, the one thing I got away from that interview is LeVar Ball is a black man that's free. Yep. He gonna say what he wanna say, yep. and he gonna do what he wanna do because he don't have a boss. Yep. He make his own money. It's yep. it's gonna succeed or it's gonna fail, and it's all on him. And it's all on him. And when DJ Envy or Charlemagne asked him, "Do you feel like they treat you differently because you're a black man?" Lavar Ball said, "Of course, mm-hmm. because I don't have no white man behind me. Mm-hmm. And when I come in there and I'm talking business, and I don't have no white man behind me, they paint me out to be the bad guy." Yeah. Yep, and um, if anybody hasn't seen it before, uh, check it out. I, I think it's I think it's a great interview. Can I can I say something about what they said? Um, the way y'all talking about the interview, it almost reminds me of how my father is. Like, mm. I mean, I'm an outgoing person. Yeah. Like, I'll talk around people, but if my father in here, it's more like I'm a fall back because I right, this is my father. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, if my father is the head of the business. He's going to do most of the talking. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not going to... I didn't see the interview. Some things I would answer, but it's certain things that I'm quite sure my father would tell me, hey, when we go in here, if they say something about yeah. this, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Don't say yeah. nothing. You know what I'm saying? Especially so, at that age. Right. Yeah. Because you can mess up our whole brand yeah. if you say the something, thing. the wrong thing. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because y'all know, I will say whatever comes out of my mouth. You definitely will. But if my father say, hey, don't say this, I'm being there like... I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm just going off of what y'all mm-hmm. saying. No I doubt. And I, you, did you want to chime in real quick? Yeah, I think the youngest one knew not to say anything because he already had an issue because mm-hmm. when they were on uh, WWE Raw, mm-hmm. I think it was earlier this year. They both. They I called, saw that. I saw they called him on the microphone saying, fuck that nigga up. They got him. They was For real? The, they called I the youngest one. Because when the father came in the ring, I guess they was about to fight somebody. The, uh-huh. father, the, the Miz. Father. They was about yeah, to fight about the Miz. They were about to beat up the Miz and mm-hmm. they called, uh, what's the young LaMelo. Mm-hmm. He's like, fuck him up, Pops. Fuck that uh, nigga up. For uh, real? He called it on the mic. Gotcha. So I guess gotcha. he probably learned I, his lesson. Like, with I, the I, crowd? I, yeah, the, the, the microphone and the, and the one that's around the yeah. ring. Because they was in the ring. Yeah, right? they, yeah, they picked it up. Clear gotcha. as day. Gotcha. Wow. I, didn't know I guess he probably learned his lesson. Like, I ain't saying nothing. Right. right I don't right, even think that's a bad thing, to be honest, but that's a different story. And then probably after Jello. 
had the incident in China, he probably told him that, you know, chill, you know, kind of chill in this interview because we don't want any more bad press. Right. But, but you know what's crazy, though? Like, after everything that's been going on, I know, I don't know which one of y'all said y'all respect LeVar Ball's uh, I, I do. hustle. Yeah, it I was do you. Too. Yeah, I do. Like, it almost shows that he's like, you know what? These are my kids. I'm going to take the pressure. You know what I'm saying? Mm. If that makes any sense, it's like, ah, you know what? Sense. All right, he stole, but I'm going to take the pressure. Right. He ain't going to answer nothing. If right. you ask me to que- ask him the question, I'm going to answer it for him. But on the, on the, since you didn't see it, on the stealing thing, when they when they were talking about that, LeVar said something that I agree with. He was basically saying, you know, he felt like, yeah, him stealing out the store was wrong, but it was made into a bigger deal than what it is. He said, I'm from, he said, I'm from South Central L.A. He said... I know people 18 years old did way, no, did worse than steal something. You're talking murder. You're talking all types of stuff. He said, so, yeah, my son was wrong for doing it, but it it ain't this big deal that everybody's trying to make it out to be. And I agree. And he also touched on some things as far as, like, just raising his kids, period. And I think LeVar needs to do more settings like that because Mm -hmm. it gave me a different perspective, uh, even, even better perspective of LeVar and how he thinks and how he deals with his kids. And it makes me actually respect him more. On another note, though, I think that his big presence, and and you touched on their personality, the kids' personality, I think his big president, his big president, (laughs) his big presence affects their personality and I think that's part of what Alonzo is going through as a player. Yeah, I agree. His personality shows on the court. He's just a, a quiet, timid, quiet. laid-back yeah. type of guy, and he's a timid, laid-back type basketball player. And I think that the one thing I disagree with LaVar's method or whatever you want to call it, Alonzo is on the Lakers. He was a second-round draft pick. You did your job. No, Fall stop. back. Yeah, yeah. Focus on Angelo and LaMelo and the brand and mm-hmm. let that boy become a man himself. Now, somebody made a comment about, I forget who it was. Let me let me, let me me play a clip because I got a couple clips I want to play from that. Um, the first one is Charles Barkley talking about uh, LeVar. Let me, let me cue this up real quick. This is Charles Barkley talking about LeVar and how he feels about him. For those kids, because, you know, he, everybody talk about he might be a good father, this and that. No, he's not. He's just exploring his kids. His kids, I, I love the kid playing for the Lakers. I don't know the other two kids. He's all about big ball of bread. He has no foreseeable talent. He's trying to make money on his kids. And I just feel sadness for those kids because they're going to do whatever he tells them to do. He's made, uh, and, and I just don't like the guy at all, plain and simple. And don't tell me he's a good father. Just because you exploit your kids trying to make money because you have no talent, that does not make you a good father. But can I respond to that real quick? Really quick. Really quick. Go ahead. Do Charles Barkley have any kids? I don't, I don't believe he does. Okay, I, think, right. I think he got a so, daughter. Yeah, he he got do? A daughter. He got a she kid? graduated from college, I think. Okay. All right. I'm not now, sure. That whole, can you look that up, Littles? Sure. The that whole statement that he made. If I when I have kids, I mm-hmm. have two and mm-hmm. one on the way. Mm-hmm. I want my kids. I want to exploit my kids too. If that makes any not, sense, not exploit. That's I, the wrong I, I, word. I think I'm using but, the wrong word. Yeah. But like, 
I want to. I want to. I want my kids to be you successful put them in position. Yeah. yeah. Like if I can get them to what Lavar Ball did, I would do the same exact thing. Yeah, he has I a agree. daughter. Oh, he does. Okay, he do. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, but but I would do the same exact thing. If that makes any sense, I would do the same exact I teeter-totter on it, but what makes him different from Joe Jackson or, uh, right? you know, a lot of Usher's mm-hmm. mother manages him Can to I this day. That's a question? Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't know, but did Joe Jackson have any talent? He didn't. I don't think so. Was, was he living over? He, he, those who can't do. He was able to play Oh, he can play oh, okay. instrument. Okay. Could Did he play instrument in any song? Could he, could he sing and dance? Yeah. yeah. Could he, he sing and dance? dance, but he know how to but play the guitar. Let me. Okay. So, he, so he was a musician. I think it was like, I think this is more like a Serena and Venus' father, mm-hmm. overprotective, always want to be in the limelight. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if the father was a great tennis player. His kids are. Mm-hmm. He made sure everyone in the world knew his black daughters can play tennis. Good point. I don't see it. That's a. It's a bad thing. Right. I don't either. It's all right. about how you present yourself. You can be very. He comes off as an egomaniac sometimes. Arrogant. Yeah. Let, let it be about your children sometimes. But, but I think, but I, and I feel like that. I have moments that I feel like that. But then when he does interviews like he did on The Breakfast Club, I, I you got a classic situation of a black dad and mm-hmm. his two and his boy, his three boys, and they're being successful at you know what they do. And somebody, it's one of the sports shows, they were talking about Lavar, and they was like, you know, he's on the sideline and. Whenever Alonzo does something, he does all this, and I'm like, that's his son. He's a fan also, he, too. And he's a fan of the game. Don't nobody complain when Spike Lee do all the stuff he right. do on the sideline. You know what I'm saying? And exactly. ain't none of them his kids. Let me, you know let what I'm me, saying? Go me, ahead, Scott. Let me jump in real quick on mm-hmm. the clip you did. Well, first of all, everybody may not feel this way, but managing people is a talent. It is. That is true. Putting people in the position to succeed is a talent. Mm. LeVar Ball said when he was on the Breakfast Club, sure, I he said the coaches, staff on the Lakers are coaching his son soft because they don't know what to say to his son to make his son go. Mm. But I do. Yep. He said, I know he how sure to make him go. Say that. He said they need to make he said they need to make him into a man. He's like, I, you know, they getting mad at me, but mm. they not coaching them right. Mm. That's number one. They too soft on them. No, number two, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about the clip you just played on what Charles Barkley said. Charles Barkley said, LeVar Ball is exploiting his kids. He don't have any talent. He's only focused on the big baller brand. He want his kids to do whatever he tell them to do. Does Charles Barkley complain when Nike signed these NBA athletes? Oh, yeah, nope. about to say. When nope. Nike signed these NBA athletes, they make a ton of yeah. money off them. And tell yeah. them what to do. And these athletes the got to do whatever Nike, Nike tell them to do. Charles Barkley has never complained. Charles Barkley has never complained about that. Yep. This is a man. He's like, I'm building a family business. Yep. We all getting money together. Yep. That's yep. tough. He said, I'll say it again. I don't have no white man behind me. Yep. We building this. Yep. We done took this from nothing to something. Yeah. And, and Charles Barkley got a problem with that? Yeah. Come on, brother. And then when you think about it, like, even when these young kids playing basketball in the AAU leagues and stuff like that, all these people out mm-hmm. here exploiting their kids, agents, yeah. you got they these are. recruiters and stuff. I don't like the word exploit, though. It's not It's not yeah. really exploit. Yeah. Exploit sounds like illegal to me. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. They, they, doing yeah. Yeah. they doing business. They doing business. If Charles Barkley is going to use that word for the Bob Ball, use, use that everybody joke else. for everybody, everybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can, can yeah. I say can, something? Go ahead. Sure. Go ahead. About the, I just want to go back to what you said, Littles, about uh, he seems egotistic or sure. whatever the word was. Like, when you have kids... 
you don't think when your kid get into something, you feel like they the best at what they get into? Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, like if my daughter get into cheerleading, I'm like, that's my daughter. Mm-hmm. That's my daughter. Am I wrong for doing that? No. You're not wrong. Right. So I feel like that's what LeVar Ball is actually doing. It's like, all right, this my son. I know what he need to do. Uh, even though, like how Scott said, put more pressure on him. I know you are getting paid to be a coach, but I can help you make the team better. Yeah, you, you you know what I'm saying. I know how my daughter I, is. I know how son is. I want to respond to you and Scott. Okay, go ahead. Like, um, <laughs> the whole soft thing. Him, what if he's just like that? You can't make somebody be something yeah. they're not. That's true. Mm. Look at Kawhi Leonard. He you you probably have never heard him speak. But he's not soft though. He may not be soft, but he's Levar a ball he, plays he, soft. He, though. He's very he's very quiet. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. He's when going he's, thirty. Yeah, you That's wouldn't true. know. That's true. And about Scott. I feel like sometimes about the, the ball family, who's to say them kids even wanted to play basketball? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the fa- that was the well, father's dream. Uh, well, on the interview, that is the one thing the kids did say. They, they was like, like we love ball. Oh, and that was the whole reason for them good. signing overseas. A lot of oh, – I'm sorry, John. Oh, but that was the whole reason for them um, signing overseas because they was like, at the end of the day, we just want to play ball. Yeah. That's it. Okay, that's you know, a, that's so the, basically the kids are saying we don't really care about dad, we don't really care about nothing y'all talking about, we don't care about nothing ESPN talking about. Just we just want to play basketball. So basically, dad okay. is the mouthpiece. Oh, but a lot of people basically, don't. A lot of people yeah. don't know they mother play basketball too. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. mother play. They a basketball. They, they a show. basketball yeah. family. They, uh, that's well, what Levar played too. Yeah, yeah. But they, but they, they a basketball he was, family. He was more the mother played basketball too. Yeah. Well, Levar is basically teaching his kids how to take ownership of yourself. To have you know, no doubt, have ownership over yourself. Don't let nobody control how you move around this business. And and speaking of fathers and ball players. How many star ball players even had a father <laughs> around? That's a, that. fact. That's, That's a fact. That's a great Shaq point. Got, Shaq said Shaq. his real father tried to step in after but, the but fact. But he had a stepfather, though. But his stepfather did, But I'm just saying, but yeah. his real father mm-hmm. tried to step right. in after the fact. Right. Uh, uh, LeBron James came in the league with no father in sight. Yep, it was you know mother. what I'm saying? It's a lot of but, star players. But the greatest of all time had his. Yeah, it is. Yeah, he did. He did. But his – but. It was a different. <laughs> it was a different time, though. It was that's a true. different time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and yeah. and these days, and Jordan didn't come in the league at eighteen years old. Yeah, you you know did. what I'm saying? Right. He went to college. So, yeah. and and how about to go left field? I ain't gonna go there. But I think in this day of time, I'm not mad at how Levar is doing what yeah, he's doing. Me neither. And I think that people should kind of fall back now. I do think when it comes to the Lakers and Alonzo, he needs to tone it down. I'm not saying yeah. on the sideline. Because side he's line, not the coach. Not, I'm not saying from the sideline chin for his son. But he needs to tone down a lot of stuff that he goes to the media yeah, about. I agree mm-hmm. with you. It's fine to have those conversations with Magic Johnson and the coaching staff right. and all that. But taking it to TV, I think that's where Barkley's coming from. Barkley yeah. is saying, why you got to go on TV and talk about what the coaches hey. need to do on TV. And I think that's part of why Lakers put that rule in place for people talking about of the team. Of course. But go ahead, Scott. You was going to say something. I was just going to say uh, – the only thing I was going to say about this was I have been playing, paying very close attention to Lonzo Ball on the Lakers. Yeah. I think he's a good rookie. I think he'll be a great pro. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't realize Lonzo Ball – Damn near average a triple double mm-hmm. once a week. Mm-hmm. He'll be like 12, 9, and 8. That's a fact. Almost once a week. That's almost That's a triple a double. Fact. Like he's not playing bad at all. That's yeah. a fact. 
And 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 again, he's 19, 18. How old is he? 19. He's, he's, he's young. Everybody is not going to be LeBron James out exactly. of the gate. Exactly. He's a rookie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And nobody is holding the – and he was the number two pick. Of course, the number one pick is not playing. But it's like they're not holding none of these other rookies to these super high standards. Let the boy grow into his own. Can I, can I say more than I do want to see him get a little bit more grit, aggressive. though. But that's just mm-hmm. me I want to see him get aggressive, too. But yeah. can I say one more thing? Well, if you want to go first, Littles. I was just saying the only reason they hold him to that high standard is because his father. True. That's true. But his, father, true. his father put but a look, lot of pressure on that him. That is true. But look, that's good you said that because... His father's doing a great job. I'm gonna tell you why. Because we talking about him. That is true. Like everybody talking about him. That like is you true. just can't r- stop talking about him. Yeah, I rather have Lavar Ball in his kid's life. He's not. No one's gonna do everything right. Yeah. But I rather have Lavar Ball in his kid's life, doing th- doing some things right, making some mistakes, mm-hmm. than not have him in their life at all. Yeah. I wish yes. my I wish my daddy was like <laughs> because all fa- because all fathers make yeah. mistakes though. Yeah, no all doubt. Everybody make mistakes. mistakes. No yes. doubt. But I mean, Everybody, you got you got kids that's playing ball right now at 12, 13, 14, 15 who daddies ain't, ain't no game. Yeah. It's their mama at the game. You know what I'm saying? Cheering them on. Yeah. No, I play, play ball in Boys and Girls Club. My father ain't never coming. I about to say, my father ain't. I don't recall my father coming to my game. So, yeah. So, you know, and, and don't get me wrong. My father did a great job. He yeah. was there. But when it came to basketball, it just yeah, wasn't there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But. I tell you one thing, Go y'all ahead. making me feel good about my father. I mean, <laughs> and this man crazy good, though. though. Everybody's mm-hmm. situation is different. Yeah, Facts. yeah, yeah. yeah. Facts. And again, I'm not, I'm not taking away from Pop. Shout out to Pops. Yeah. Um, you know he did great, but yeah, I, I'm not mad at Lavar. Yeah. And I think, I think he's aware of what he's up against, and I'm happy about it. And just the way that he, when he said what he said about his wife, because you know his wife had a stroke, yeah. mm-hmm. and um, he said, I told my wife as long as she can smile and kiss the boys, I ain't going nowhere. I said, yo. I really mess with this dude, man. Yeah. He's I like gained, a really. I gain a lot of mm-hmm. respect for Lavar Ball. Yeah. <laughs> I talk some trash about him. Y'all know I have. <laughs> yeah, and, and like I say, I don't always agree with his methods, but overall, I ain't mad at yeah. the man. So I'm gonna play this last clip, um, real quick from the Breakfast Club, and then we're gonna move on. This is my last question. What's the plan B in case basketball doesn't work? <laughs> he told you about plan B. No, no, no. He didn't say what the plan B was. He didn't say he wouldn't be disappointed. Yeah, but what is the plan, plan B? B ain't no plan B. There you go. Ain't no plan B, because uh-huh. I always thought of this with plan Bs. If you 80% in plan A and you 20% in plan B, you ain't 100 in. Mm-hmm. Um, don't be mad when you don't make it, because you worry about a fallback plan. Mm. Like I tell my boys, man, we'll fall back when we fall back. Yep. But here's the thing. People keep talking you know, about the educational thing. Oh, they took them out of school. They're not going to be educated wrong. You can take your boys out of school when you got a brand. You got a brand, you can do what you want. Right. And that's us. So we can leave anytime we want. The boys are going to be fine. So no plan B. Ain't no plan B. Y'all think about that. There you go. I agree. And that's I respect tough. it. I respect it. And and he's and and not only is he talking it, he walking it. Any goal you have, don't focus on the goal. Work, focus on the journey yep. because you're going to learn mm. something in that journey. Yep. Whether you, you make it to that goal or not, you're going to learn something from that journey. And guess what? He's already won because his exactly. son played for the Lakers. <laughs> yeah. If the other two go on to be drug addicts. But they still going to make a great living. Look at yeah. uh, Marbury yeah. overseas China. He's Michael he's Jordan a, over there. He's a legend over there. Yeah. And I'm going to go on a limb. I think the youngest one might end up being the baddest of them all. 
Mm. We'll Me personally, he's the hella aggressive. He's the shooter. Hella aggressive too. Don't play him. Look at defense. He'll fit in perfectly in the NBA. He'll be I'm Steph about to Curry. say, it's a lot of players that they make. He'll be Steph defense. Curry. It's all but right. that boy, that boy got some offense with him to be so young. Littles, talk to us, man. What's up? We had a uh, we had a lot of uh, music dropping in the past uh, couple weeks since we've been gone. Yes, sir. Uh, give you a couple reviews of what I like and what I didn't like. Okay, here we go. First and foremost, probably the biggest rapper ever, Eminem. Okay, dropped his uh, new album called Revival. Revival. Uh, I'm a huge Eminem fan, but this was a, uh, I hate to even say it because that's my man. It was kind of mediocre. Wow. You know, he had no no uh, guest features from rappers. Okay. All like pop stars like Kehlani and Pink and stuff like that. He trying something different. Yeah. Okay. Um, he needs to get the hell away from Rick Rubin. I want to kidnap Rick Rubin. <laughs> I hate them two working together. Wow. He needs to find a studio with the Alchemist and Dre or something. Gotcha. Get back to his roots. Okay. So Revival is for the diehard Eminem fans. It's He proves he can still rap, but just some of the, the beat choices and stuff like that is just, he would have you wondering, like, what the hell is he doing? Gotcha, gotcha. All right. Uh, next is uh, Young Jeezy's new album. What, okay, next is Jeezy's <laughs> new album. Wow, okay. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Go back, go back. So Jeezy's album is called what? It's called Pressure. Pressure, okay. <laughs> you didn't like it. Somebody should have put the pressure on his ass not to drop the <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> the snowman dropped the drop. Is that bad? It's just, you've heard it. Mm, okay. I mean, how many times? He ain't on the block no more. He ain't been right. on the block in 15, So he's talking about the same thing. Same stuff. Got you, got you. No, but for the naysayers... Who's who could say uh, Pusha T still raps about the same thing? But Pusha T's a better rapper. Okay, oh, so wow. Okay, the I guess you would call it the highlight of the album is the song with Kendrick Lamar and J Cole, okay. and Jeezy hyped it. He he went out and said this is the best J Cole verse ever. Oh. That is a complete lie. Wow. <laughs> the verse is dope. Okay. Don't get me wrong, it's dope. Okay, but it's not know, the best. Ever. It's not the best ever. And gotcha. Kendrick Lamar, I don't know what the hell he was doing. It wasn't rapping like Rip said. It was more like. What was it, the Travis Scott yeah, type Travis singing, Scott. rapping flow type mm, thing? Okay. Yeah, if you're a diehard Jeezy fan, of course you're going to check it out, but it was a pass for me. Yeah. Wow. Can I chime in on that? Go ahead. Sure. The G, I only listened to the, once I saw a little post on Instagram, I was like, yeah, I'm not listening to this album. Facts. <laughs> That's a fact. Because I fell off on Jeezy after his second album because wow. like Little said, it, it kept sounding like the same stuff. Mm -hmm. But I'm a big Kendrick Lamar fan, so I was like, let me go listen to this one at least. Okay. I was disappointed in that song. Mm. Really? Yeah. Was you, it, disapp uh, you was disappointed in Kendrick? Yeah, I was disappointed in Kendrick and that song. Wow. Yeah, was well, the beat Was the beat struggle? The beat, the, the verses, all that. It just that. was a bad song. So, yeah. so wow. what did he actually rap about, Kendrick? In the song. I don't know. Nope. <laughs> the crazy part is, they asked that question on Twitter and nobody had an answer. Wow. Really? Like, what are you talking about? I'm like, well, he's talking about the struggle. And then somebody like, uh, he's talking about his life. I'm like, nobody has an answer. Wow. He wasn't rapping about a damn thing. Mm. It wow. seemed like he didn't want to get ate up by J. Cole on a rapping track. Because yeah. J. Cole was rapping. Mm. Like, really rapping. Wow. And with the Eminem, Joan, I was, uh, even with the song, the single that he came out with, with Beyonce, like some of the stuff that he was saying in there, I think Eminem felt a lot of pressure with this album, and I mm. think he 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 felt to that pressure that like he was trying to do something different because he felt like that because of the way rapping stuff is now that he wasn't going to be heard the same way. Mm, I could kind of see yeah, that. Though. So. Hasn't Eminem last four albums been mediocre? <sighs> no, I'm, I've Ooh. never been. A, I've recognized Eminem's. 
abil- rap ability. Yes. So I agree that he's one of the greatest, but I've never been a big Eminem fan. Mm. I just couldn't get into it. I kind of, I kind of can. I, I'm a fan of Eminem, like you said, out of the fact that he's just a, a right. beast of a mm-hmm. rapper. But I, I never. Um, I guess I sort of felt the same way. Like you kind of knew what you was going to get yeah. with Eminem for a long time, and like you said, maybe now he's trying to move away from that. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I until you just said that just now, I never really thought about it. But I think I'm kind of on that same wavelength. Like I'm, I, I definitely respect him as an artist. Um, there's a, it's a lot of people like that. He's just not um, something that. I would listen to over and over and over and over and over yeah. again. Um, all right, lose my bad. It's all good. Uh, you got a Juicy J dropped the album called Rubber Band Business. Hold on, what? Juicy J dropped yeah. the album? <laughs> all the old heads coming back. <laughs> Juicy J, if you're a 3-6 Mafia fan, you know what to expect. Okay. A lot of lean talk, a lot of stripper talk, weed, gotcha. and stuff like that. I'm listening now on the way home. Yeah. <laughs> What's the name of it? The rubber Band oh, Business. Oh, Rubber Band Business. Okay. Yeah. If you like Juicy J, you'll like this album. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, any RD for Rose group came back for their first time wow. in seven years. This is my first time listening to a whole Any RD, and I wish I can go back in time and not do that. Because <laughs> it, it's clearly it's clearly not for me. Wow, it, it's more for like it's it's like hipster type stuff okay. like that. You know, like, I don't even know what that is. I don't know what is can I chime in on that? <laughs> go ahead. Yes, please. So Kendrick Lamar had a track on that. Damn. You know, before we started the podcast, while me and Littles was sitting here. I listened to that single. I had to stop it before Kendrick even rapped because the song was just out of control. I didn't understand what was okay. going on. Wow. And he got big features on. He got Future on there. He got Rihanna. He got Kendrick, as you said. Um, it's some big names on there, and it's just... And it still suck? I mean, it's a, I guess that's his rock band, so... Yeah, they that, like yeah, rock. They all over the place, yeah. and it just sounds like... <laughs> I didn't take enough Molly for this album. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Dang. And, uh, it's been a rough rough week in music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Last but not least for me, I mean, I didn't get a chance to hear the Big Sean and Metro Boomin' album. Okay. You know, they they killed that on Twitter. They, mm. they clowned Big Sean for his bars. Really? I'll get to that later. Uh, but the album I did listen to and was pleasantly surprised was the G-Eazy album. Okay. The white boy. He's a white rapper from Oakland. Uh, okay. With, with Cardi B on the song? Yeah, he has a, he has a hit song. That's uh, it. Was it No Limit with Cardi B on okay, it? Okay, I haven't heard it, yeah. but okay. That's it. I mean, I, I normally hate West Coast hip-hop. not a huge fan outside of maybe like Game or some Dre stuff or some Snoop. Uh-huh. But Pop. <laughs> <laughs> he from Baltimore, dog. He don't know. Pac don't know where he's from. Can you get that G-Eazy song? I want to hear a little bit of it. Uh, yeah, the G-Eazy song is real nice. He, he can flow. He sounds a lot like Drake sometimes on, on records. Do. What's he the do. name of it? His album is called, hold on, I think it's The Beautiful and the Damned or something like that. Mm. I'm going to yeah, get Yeah, The Beautiful yeah, and the Damned. Yeah. I'm going to get DJ Rip to spend a little bit of it real quick. So uh, if you haven't heard it like me, uh, have you heard it, Scott? I heard that song with Cardi B on yeah, it. Isn't ASAP Rocky on yeah. there, too? Yeah, he does yeah. the hook. That okay, yeah, let, me, let me hear a little bit of that one real quick. Uh, let me get the volume for that bad boy there. Uh, fuck with me and get some money. <laughs> <laughs> you turn up. If I hit it one time, I'm a piper. If I hit it two times, then I like her. If I fuck three times, I'm a wifer. It ain't safe for the black or the white girls. It ain't safe, it ain't safe, it ain't safe, it ain't safe. Tell your man, pipe up, nigga, pipe up. And advance from the safe in your face where you say, my dance turn this shit into a nightclub. Yeah, fuck with me and get some money. Get some money. Fuck with me and get some money. 
Fuck with me and get some money. Ayy, yeah, fuck with G and get some money. No limit, I'm a fucking soldier. Ayy, always lit, yeah, I'm never sober. It's for three days in a row, y'all bitch coming over. Told that bitch to kick rock, she act like it's a boulder. Ayy, Rory, shopping, that me, copping, always popping, hella. This is you and your podcast Alright, that's what's up. Okay, GE's. I'm about to check him that out. I didn't even know he was a white dude until yeah, I went to the Redskin game and saw his picture up on the uh, screen. Wow. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's what's up. Lit. The, G- one, lit. the one song to avoid on this album is it's called Charles Brown and it has E40 on it. So. Oh, wow. Oh, go ahead. You don't like <laughs> E40, dog? Hell no. E40 Sprinkle me, flowing, man. man. No, Sprinkle he does me, not. Man. <laughs> is that it? Oh, um. There was a soundtrack release for this uh, movie called Bright. It's a Will Smith, Will Smith Netflix Smith. movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 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 they yeah. They released the soundtrack. I didn't hear it all, but I heard the one song that people need to hear. It's called uh, That's My Nigga. That's Snoop, Meek Mill, and YG. Oh, wow. They sampled a uh, still DRE beat on it. song is mean, man. I'm Ooh. telling you. Meek Mill, YG, Snoop, That's My Nigga. Bright soundtrack. Wow. Should be on streaming services everywhere. Still, uh, uh, dun, 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 yeah. dun. I seen a uh, clip they were talking about the making of that, and he was he went back to when they the Steel Dre mm-hmm. the original song, and Snoop was talking about how he was like you know you hear those certain beats and you yeah. just know like, and so he was like um, you got it rip mm-hmm. the original or the new one the new one okay the new one. we're gonna play in a second right. but he was just saying how. You know, when Jay, no, he was like, rappers was like writing stuff for it, like trying to come up with the hook and all that for the joint. And he was like, you know, stuff was sounding all right. Mm-hmm. But he was like, when Jay-Z came in that joint and started writing for that joint, they was like, yo, he was like, I'm going to say whatever Jay want me to say. Because he was <laughs> yeah, like, he was blazing yeah, that yeah, joint. Yeah, but right. go ahead, play it real quick. That Philly bop this shit. Yeah. I'm on the east side, rolling with my west side niggas. West side, west side, west side. We just tryna do it big, let that best die, nigga. Best die, best die, best die. And the looking pretty, they don't catch my nigga. I pray they don't catch my nigga. Might pull up on the corner like catch my nigga. And brothers been down like last five Ball I am, oh, I got 40 rounds though. Cash out, keen the nigga with the pounds though. He count on me even when the moves slow. Come through, copping with all my niggas. Come through, popping with all my niggas. You should have seen how we looked last winter. You should have seen when we ate last dinner. I don't fuck with them Hollywood niggas. I don't fuck with them Hollywood niggas. In the game, I'm gonna keep it white nigga. Cause all these rap niggas know my niggas wanna get Basic bitches can't suck, just did, no Basic bitches have me fuck the click They try to have me on some suck shit But I'ma do it my way, nigga, fuck the script uh, Came through the block, everything that's new Sippin' that motherfuckin' DS2 I can't fuck with him if he ain't true They like, he alright, but he ain't you We like, five million aboard the shit I was the richer nigga on the tip Locked down with the killers and the robbers going hard in it Open the gate, jump on the lift And then we headed to the west side Rollin' this whole hot shit yeah, I'm about to listen to that whole joint. That beat is hard. Wow. That jump hard. That's still Drake joint, man. I never that forget when hard. that first came out. I was like, wow. And they picked the perfect person to do the hook. 
Mm, yeah. Like his whole yelling and all that goes yeah. with that whole <laughs> <laughs> this and this was this was pre-incarcerated Meek Mill. I'm yeah. assuming. Okay, <laughs> free Meek Mill, man. Hey, we don't do no overtime. We are out of here. We're going into part two of this podcast. So if you're listening, make sure you check out Men Playing Games <laughs> coming up on the U and U podcast. We are out of here.